Welcome to episode two. I'm Keith. I'm Scott. And I'm Kevin. And we are going to talk about today, uh, we're going to, I guess, go near and dear to Kevin's heart and talk about something we alluded to in the last episode, and that is Sasquatch today. Yeah. So buckle up. It should be a fun ride. So now, Kevin, we're going to let you lead it. Yes. Yeah, this is, this so is, this your, this baby. is your baby. Okay. We're not going to talk about specific instances of Sasquatch so much as to whether the possibility of Sasquatch exists. Yeah. Okay. And that, that's been one of the biggest uh, things that people have said uh, negatively about the possibility of Sasquatch is the fact that we have so many areas that, you know, while historically were kind of hard to get into and inaccessible, now you've got lots of people that are ac- accessing the areas and you really don't see any further hard evidence when it comes to you know photos movies hair bones nobody's caught a sasquatch nobody's caught a sasquatch nobody's killed a sasquatch you know there hasn't stumbled across a body and the biggest question that you know i, I spent some time thinking about it times i bet you have and i have <laughs> although, although the mountain monster men have been close Oh man! If the those Sasquatches just weren't a, able to outsmart their traps, just so close, they come these these genius traps that just never quite seem to catch. We'll, we'll talk about the quality of that show later. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> but you're looking at big tracts of area, and you've got to wonder the size of a creature like a Sasquatch, if if in fact exists and is a physical animal. You've got to start wondering, you know, how exactly is it able to? find the calories that it needs every day in any given terrain in order to sustain not only just one individual, but a a breeding population that would give enough genetic diversity to be able to sustain itself. It steals babies. Has anyone ever found a dead body or a, you know, what do you call it? The skeletal remains of a... uh, Sasquatch. To, to, to the best of Bigfoot. my knowledge, there has never been a credible finding. There have been several hoaxes where people <laughs> supposedly came across a dead Bigfoot and kept it in a cooler. And, you know, lo and behold, we find out that it was indeed not, in fact, a Sasquatch. So I actually watched a show on this the other day. So, not the other day, but maybe in the last year, um, in which they said, why why, are, why is no one finding... Yeah. Carcasses of Sasquatch. Okay. So what they did was they took a carcass of a an animal. Like, like a, a deer, cow or something? A deer. Or okay. Something. I think it was a deer. And they left it out in the woods, and then they put cameras on it and... Watched it decompose. Yes. Watched how fast it would decompose. And this was probably in Tam- the around Tampa area of Florida. Okay. And uh, in the forest down there. And they, and but. It literally took seven days, and you couldn't tell that that carcass was there. No okay. bones or anything? Well, the bones were dispersed by, like, scavengers and oh, stuff okay. like that. Right. And the beetles had, and bugs had already uh, torn down the flesh and everything. So, so you're saying. With the humidity of Florida and with, and specifically talking about skunk apes, because we're in Florida right now. So okay. skunk, skunk apes is a subspecies of Is that Sasquatch a technical brother? term? Skunk ape, right? Skunk ape, yeah. Or, or swamp apes. That's the Interchangeably, yeah. yeah. And, and I, since we're talking about swamp ape, I just want to say, according to the, the picture of the Mayaka skunk ape, that looks... You Where's Mayaka? Mayaka is down in uh, 
South, South Central Florida. Okay. And uh, if you look at the picture, it looks like a very, very feral and unkempt orangutan behind a palmetto bush. So I think at least some of the sightings that have been found are escaped exotic animals that probably under the right circumstances could be identified, but because people see them in the middle of the night or, you know, only see portions of them and they're kind of overgrown and hairy and feral, they, you know, let their imaginations run off and no, that's not an orangutan, that's a skunk ape. Well, yeah, let's, I mean, you think about the ecosystem of Florida and how it's compatible to so many other types of species and these pets that get too big for people's homes. Like and pythons. In, and it's in Florida. Right. I mean, you've got like, you know, they, should, they shoot movies and then they bring in all these. You know, the Tarzan they, films. Yes, Silver they bring yeah. in all these animals for the, and then next thing you know, they're gone. And they're part of, you know, that ecosystem. It's That's just true. constantly changing because of human, humans, you know, messing with the, uh, well, and, and the human love for strange things. We've got a, a community uh, on the Atlantic side of Florida that was composed of retired circus performers. And of course, some of those circus performers would have access to some of these exotic animals that we're talking about that I'm sure over time, some of the animals got away. You know, they, yeah. they escaped into the, the, the local well, territory. Yeah, like uh, I saw Anaconda recently in the movie, in the wild. The movie Anaconda? No, 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 it was on the news. Uh, oh, okay. they, they had found one in Tampa, you know, talking about... Holy moly. Well, last, last year, about this time, wasn't there a cobra in, in Orlando? Jesus. Loose? I remember when the cobra was, was, yeah, yeah, so. was loose. Yeah, so... So, so, so... Okay, so that explains maybe a, a spot a like Florida. A portion of it. Yeah. Maybe Florida. Okay. Humans, but, but, but what about the Northwest? Okay, you've got a wide open territory... Then in an area like that, you've got to ask yourself, okay, where is the source of calories that large animals... What do they eat? Exactly. They can eat fish. They, they can eat they, salmon. They can eat fish. They can eat... I know there's berries. Twigs and there's, berries. There's edibles, but... It, <laughs> <laughs> not those kind of edibles. <laughs> Make no mistake. I'm sure those are available as well. And seeing a Sasquatch that was partaking of edibles would probably be pretty humorous. <laughs> but... Tripping on psychedelic, but I would say they're not completely vegetarian if they're, if it's possible. I, I definitely think they're omnivorous. I think yeah. that that's that's a fair. So assessment. somewhere between, like a bear and like a ape. And know. when we look at the caloric requirements for any of the the large ape-like creatures, including humans, you know, you've got humanity that's at the top that burns the most calories. You. Know, Gorillas, chimpanzees, bonobos, they require fewer calories than humans do a day. But if you're looking at... Bonobos? Bonobos, yeah. It's, it's a type of ape. They, yeah, do you know what's unique about the bonobo? I do, but they, you can go uh, ahead and, and tell Scott so, because I don't think Do you know does. what the bonobo chimp? I mean, it sounds like a restaurant that I like to get brisket no. from. I can credit this uh, from a buddy of mine, Mitch Lambeth. Uh, he's uh, used to be an ag teacher in Florida. Or he maybe still is, probably Name is. drop. So anyways... Uh, Shout out. He went to anthropology school, and they taught him about the bonobo chimp. chimp. Mm-hmm. And the interesting thing about the bonobo chimp is in an enclosure, if there's anything new introduced, like if you throw a beach ball into the enclosure, they will immediately go into a sexual frenzy Whoa. in that enclosure. Yeah, they negotiate things with sex. Yes. Huh. 
That's so any new stimulus in the in their environment triggers that. them to have sex. Wow. <laughs> so that's the interesting data about that's, the bonobo That's a flashback right there. Very uh, animalistic, I there guess you, you would say. Yes. Goodness. So go ahead about the... Uh, <laughs> I was just saying that if you're looking at caloric intakes, I would assume that a Sasquatch would have... A similar caloric need daily as a as a human being or, okay. or or a gorilla and gorillas you know gorillas will eat 40 to 60 pounds of vegetation a day so you're looking you know if you're looking at a territory that the primary food source is, is mainly vegetation they've got to eat a lot of vegetation in order just to sustain themselves and I would think it would be even higher in a colder climate you know Bigfoot supposedly you know going by the description has a big covering of hair that would use to insulate some of the body t- temperature and maybe that would reduce some of the caloric need he would need but it if you've got a a community of big 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 feet big foots sasquatches big feet yes there we go multiple sasquatch yeah, I, uh, I, i'm curious to see sasquatches. mentally exactly what sasquatches how large of a territory <laughs> they would need to call them all their own in order to get the calories they need and why and out scrounging about looking for food that they haven't been seen more often. Yeah. Okay. So you're saying it could it could happen, basically. In, in a large enough widespread territory, yeah. I just, I mean, number one, my skepticism is then that there's not a body yet. Yeah. You know, that, that nobody has definitively put down a Bigfoot and brought it in to show the world at right. this point. In this day and age with cell phones and all kinds of stuff like that, you would think there would be some credible video as well. Well, if you... If credible you video. There's a lot of video. Bigfoot Why is, is he only always able, out of focus? He's only able to be seen by low-quality cameras. <laughs> he's always out of if focus. He's, if he's in focus, you can't see him. He's invisible. He has to be out of focus to Gotta be seen. Okay. <laughs> okay. But, but, I mean, looking at something like the gorilla. The gorilla was not known to Western societies till like, 1920. Right. So, I mean, relatively speaking, that is a, a recent large ape that went from legendary status to reality within the last 150 years. Let's take a break real quick, and then we'll come back to it. Okay, so we're going to take just a a break, and then we'll come back to the conversation. And and we're back. So, uh, again, Kevin's talking about laying down the the possibility that Bigfoot is real, or Sasquatch, and skunk apes, and swamp apes, apes, and everything else that people call them are real. Um, Scott and I are waiting to be convinced, maybe? Yeah, I just, um, I'm having a hard time with it. Yeah, you know, the carcass or the dead body, you know, is, is kind of a big thing for me. Or the fact that they're always out of focus. Um, I just feel like someone, I mean, it, it, are, is there places that the topography is so, you know, dense. isolated and dense and, you know, not traversable by humans and only these creatures have the ability to create their own ecosystem that's unmolested from humans. You know, can they do it? I guess. I mean, it's, it's just not a lot of places like that anymore. True. Well, um, absolutely. I, honestly, I, if you at think least about in it, North like, America. Well, I don't know. Because if you think about it, if you go to the Smoky Mountains, okay, just as an example... To get to from like maybe fifty miles straight, 
you probably have to go 200 miles around mountains and stuff because it's so inhospitable and roads haven't been built and things like that. So from that perspective, I mean, I think there's habitat out there for it, maybe. Okay. Um, so. Not just in the great Northwest, but, you know, all across the country because technically from East Coast to East Coast to West Coast and southern florida to alaska there have been sasquatch sightings in the last hundred years you know and those are just the americas if you think of canada as widespread as canada is and all the great territories that are you know unpopulated sure up in canada there's very sparse yeah yeah and if you also look back at some of the longevity of the legends i mean these aren't just legends like um the chupacabra the, the chupacabra did not start to be really being talked about till like the 1990s. These these go back in Native American lore to wild men. Or what's the new one that's the uh, the internet created, but everybody sees now? Uh, the rake or Slender Man? Or? Both the rake and the Slender Man. Yes. Yeah, both of yes. those. Yeah. Yeah. But it's the internet started they, that, and yeah. then everybody somehow sees it. But <laughs> there is a theory that the. I've never more, heard of either one of those, for the record. More mental <laughs> uh, or belief power out there can actually tangibly create something. It's called a tulpa. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah. The tulpas are, are thought forms that gain independence after they're created. Oh, so, so is Sasquatch a tulpa? Could be. That, that's a possibility. All right, break and, it down. They're, they're, What's a tulpa? Explain again. I don't really know how to do it technically because I'm... Well, I'm just a country boy, but um, a tulpa is like, okay, so if you have, if you and I believe in something, that something's real, that's not much energy. Okay. The but wall- over the course of the internet, millions of people begin to be- believe something's real. That's a lot of like belief energy out there. And so some people say, not, not me, but some people say that that energy can manifest itself into the oh my actual um, okay. manifestation of that thing. And, and okay. the, this idea came from um, initiates in Asia. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay. Like, like one of the golden job. You know, the, yeah, the monks, yeah. That the monks were able to train their minds to the extent that they had enough mental energy that they could make something like okay. this. Okay, all right. Um, and there's a, there's a famous experiment where a group of researchers got together and made a mental image of a monk that supposedly they were able to manifest. And then over time, the, the, the creature, the person that they created, the tupa, went bad and started like becoming evil. So I can go and, it, and, and, the, and they, yeah, they it got, it escaped to their control. Ah, interesting. That's a, that's a cool story. So, yeah, Looking at some more of that. That's so, pretty cool. So that, that's a possibility of, one of the things that's been put forth that Bigfoot might be. Another thing is there have been a lot of associations with Bigfoot sightings and UFO sightings. In UFOs, here we go. Bigfoots and from UFOs. That's one of the theories. <laughs> <laughs> They're associated. Here we go. This I'm not saying great. cause and effect. I'm saying this is an association is that people have noticed. <laughs> sightings of Bigfoot and sightings of UFOs in the same area. All right. So... Now we're putting Bigfoot on a spaceship. <laughs> Sorry. I'm sure I, it's, flying. it's a really big it. deal for some people. They probably dedicate their whole life to this. I'm just in there laughing at it. Very disrespectful, but I cannot help it. Now, I would, I mean, I would think it would be cool to go somewhere and look for Bigfoot. Excuse my ignorance. But 
I don't know that you can actually authentically do that anymore because as soon as people in the community find out what you're doing, they're probably going to mess with you. I would assume that that would be accurate. <laughs> That's know? one of the reasons why, and, and I, I'm going to go ahead and put this out there on our podcast, that if anybody does have a sighting, a story, or something, an anecdote that they can share with us, please email us and let us know. Absolutely. We're not from Missouri, but and if Kevin you could show us, I will be happy to read those. That, that would be nice. Yeah, because I've been collecting local stories, legends, ghost stories, that kind of thing, pretty much my whole life. And anything that anyone would like to share to add to my collection, I would appreciate. And I'll go into the swamp, the jungle, the mountains. I mean, give me enough opportunity and enough time to logistically prepare. Oh, we, we can all, we'll go. I'm not going without Scott. Let's yeah, put it that yeah. way. <laughs> it won't be just Keith and Kevin going to the woods. No, yeah. that's not happening. Let's do it. I'm down. Huh? Keith established that a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll uh, we'll make a plan. You know, give us a spot. Give us a lat long or a address or a ten digit grid. We'll uh, we'll figure it out, man. Well, let's just say Kevin's the equivalent of Marcus Skirt. Brody. <laughs> Who got lost in his own museum? That's, that's <laughs> I have navigation is- issues that I am currently aware of. Yes. <laughs> Never find him. Yes, that's me. <laughs> that's me. So, for those of you that don't know who Marcus Brody is, uh, watch Indiana Jones and the uh, Last Crusade. Yes, that, that explains Marcus's navigation problem. I don't know. We'll talk about movies. I think that'll be my topic. So that's cool. So, circling back around to the Sasquatch. So, we've talked about there's no body of evidence, really. There's no tangible physical evidence that it, that says, yes, this is definitely, in fact, a large ape species that has not been categorized by science. I mean, will like some of the Yeti scalps that come from the Himalayas, they did DNA evidence or uh, testing on, and they found out that they were like goat skins they, sure. that had been sewed together. They but were, like even today with all the technology and the smartphones and like the palm of your hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you don't have a signal in the woods either. Much of the time. Yeah, but you can still record a video. True. Take a picture. If you can make it out alive. If you can make <laughs> it out alive. Well, there are, okay, now if you want to go in there. there are a, you were the skeptic. <laughs> there are a ton of missing uh, persons. It doesn't have to be Bigfoot to kill you in the woods. So let's just get that well, straight. True. There are a ton of missing persons. Every year yeah. in our national parks. I'm sure there are. I mean, yeah. th- th- that's, that's, that's true. A, yeah, that's a missing 411 reference that, that, uh-huh. that uh, David Polides, is that his name? Polides? I don't know. He researched. You already butchered it. So I did, I, and okay. I apologize for, for mispronouncing names. But uh, <laughs> there, there's been a correlation with missing people in national parks, and there's been a correlation between the missing people and the locations of underground caverns, which is interesting. So there are underground caverns where they go missing? Yes. Well, yeah, they could fall in them. Well, they could fall in them, but some people have hypothesized that maybe Sasquatch is is subterranean during the day and he comes out at night. Oh, he's nocturnal. I do believe if there is a Sasquatch, he's nocturnal. I believe he's nocturnal. That's why we don't see him. Yeah. So if there is one, he's nocturnal. I would even go so far as to hazarding a different theory, which I'll go in our third segment uh, over, um, that I think... Uh, if there's a Sasquatch, this is my... But I'll save that for just a few minutes. Okay, that's fine. Uh, interesting places like Skinwalker Ranch. Uh, Skinwalker Ranch? Yeah, have you ever heard you of You never heard of Skinwalker Ranch? No. Oh, man. 
That's cool. That sounds cool. That's very yeah. cool. Skinwalker. Skinwalker Ranch. Do, in Utah. Do, do you know what a Skinwalker is? Uh, is it, it sounds like. Uh, let's stay with Sasquatch. We'll do Skinwalkers another day. Oh, absolutely. Okay, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just a minor thing. The Navajo have a belief that there are evil sorcerers that okay. sometimes are part of their tribe that can cast spells and hexes and can actually shape change into other animals like wolves, that kind of thing. And they call these evil witches skinwalkers. <laughs> okay. Uh, skinwalkers are the epitome of evil. And there's there's grown adults that believe this. Yes. Oh, wow. Yes, and, and they believe in it to the extent that they won't discuss it because they feel like discussing it, like I'm doing right now, would draw the attention of a skinwalker and bad things would happen. Oh, to okay. So they, that belief is deep. It's So it's, a wolf's going to come get you or... A, a, could be a, a werewolf. Could, could be, be a, a Bigfoot. Could be an alien. Okay. It's an evil human. It's an evil human. Like and they a have hell doll. They, they have this powder co- they call corpse dust that they make from corpses that when they blow it on people, it okay. does bad things to them. Nice. The skinwalkers there? Yes. Oh. I thought that was to keep the skinwalker away. Interesting. All right, so we're going to take another break real quick, and we will be right back. All right, so now we're back, and uh, we're going into our last segment, thinking about, um, we've talked about, there's no body of evidence. There's the possibility of habitat. Okay, well, we do agree with that. Scott, do you agree with that? I agree with that. There's a possibility of habitat available yes. for the, the sustainability yes. of, a, of a big ape creature. It, it could have a place to live, yes. Okay. Uh, and I would like to bring up one other fossil record that was interesting. Oh, geez. No, it, it, this is Kevin's really going fossils on us. This, is, right. this was only, you know, le- less than 100,000 years ago. Uh, worldwide, there were a or there was a race of apes called oh, yeah. Gigantopithecus. Only a hundred thousand. Oh, what? Yeah, but if Gigantopithecus. Hold yeah, on. This was an you ape. You can't just drop a bomb like that. Is it really though? It's like a hundred thousand years ago. How do well, you know that? But what if there, we found we found the skeletons of? Them. Okay, here we go. What? We well, how can we what find museum the skeletons has of that? This? But we can't They're find the China. skeletons of. You can't trust you anything can't in China. It. Come on. Yeah, we, we haven't learned anything from our, you know, current situation. I'm sure that there. You cannot trust exist. anything in China. I think it's that they because exist. it came from China. <laughs> it was I, made in China. I think that they exist outside of China as well. But Gigantopithecus was a like 10, 10 foot, eleven foot tall hominid, like we are. Humanoid uh, that matches kind of the description of Bigfoot. Got it. That if there were pockets of these that were still viable, that so were the still size alive. of Goliath. Oh, absolutely. How about that? You want to segue into that? Well, we no, because we'll do a giant's one. Because that's, I mean, I just oh, thought that's of that. Near like, near like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I thought that's where you were going. No, right no, no, okay. no, 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 no. That's for the next episode. But or gig- a Gigantopithecus is worth looking into. Gigantopithecus. Yes, sir. How many hundreds of thousands of years ago? One hundred thousand. I'm estimating a hundred thousand, but it may, I mean, you know, results may vary depending upon where you look on the internet. That's that's another whole thing. And and see, that's my thing is there's so many variations of the Sasquatch and the Bigfoot and the Yeti Yeti and the Skunk Ape and the Giant Pithecus. Well, there's so many different types of deer. There's the Florida key deer. Mule there's deer the white and white tail. There's That's the it. mule deer. No, there's more. There's all kinds of different types of deer. So in the same way, you know, it, it could be. But there's a lot of not, potential sources. 
So far, we haven't found a key Sasquatch, you know, a little tiny one. I need to. There. No. I need okay. to see one. So, Not unless you count red caps. I want to see one. I'm one ready to go. That that is. Yeah. We need to find a place. Somebody needs to give us a spot. So, how do you think, what's your theory on, okay, well, if there is a Bigfoot, why haven't we found him, Scott? What's your theory? Or do you want me to tell you mine? Well, my theory would be because it's not real. <laughs> no, I just said oh, if he just, is real. Oh, well, okay. why haven't we you, found him? You think him? it's a, a mass? I don't know. It's just people need attention. I, this identification? I, even if I one know, person... Man. Was legitimate, and there's been an awful lot. Of it's the whole you don't said. have to lie to have friends kind of thing, but people right. still do it anyways. Oh, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't. But I'm there's not. newspaper articles with no pictures of, like in Georgia in South in the Okefenokee Swamp, where these guys were camping, and this Bigfoot creature comes in it's and a just bear. tears up their whole camp and kills them, and they kill the thing. And it wasn't a bear. Well, where's that at? They don't have a picture. Get they out didn't of have here. Cameras back then. Everybody didn't have a camera back then. What's the year? Though? Right? Isn't that right? Mm-hmm. All you right, so I want to hear your theory. If it's real, go. If it's real, if the Sasquatch are out there. I'm not sold. There's a possibility. My possibility is that they have some kind of camouflage ability. What? Like the predator. The mimic octopus, or what is it called? Mimic octopus? Yeah, mimic octopus. Cuttlefish. Yeah. Um, yeah, they, they can actually change your shape very effectively. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. So I'm thinking that. Yeah, like Predator. Like, not necessarily Predator. Like a cloaking device? Not technology. <laughs> no, but genetics. In their genetics, they have the ability. So, some kind of chameleon type thing. Yes, a chameleon. Yes, right, yes. Right. They okay. have some kind of chameleon, chameleon ability to where you could be looking at them and you don't even see them. Well, they're always blurry, so that, that supports that theory. That's what I'm saying. They they're could be changing. focus of the picture. <laughs> but like five that's my theory, that is if there is one, they have some ability like that. Okay. 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 Or... When you're walking in the woods, nobody's looking up. I was going to make that point as well. Nobody's yeah. looking up. And in but, the Redwood Forest, those trees are big enough to hold a giant ape. Yeah. yeah and all they true. really have to do is hang there, and you're, you're looking at moss. You know, hang up there. So, uh-huh. Well, and, and people don't always necessarily know where to look down either. So that goes back to the subterranean question yeah, as to I just, whether or not. If they're subterranean, they wouldn't be like dark colored. they I would think there would be well, lack of pigment. Well, you lack said they're not eternal. They, I mean, according to H.C. <laughs> Wells, they're not going to be in the Morlocks. time machine. The they're Morlocks, Morlocks. Yes. <laughs> the Morlocks—they all lost their pigmentation. Nice, because they were living below ground, right? Right. But so, they, they were spending all of their not time enough vitamin D synthesis. Yeah. The Sasquatch. <laughs> yeah, not enough vitamin D synthesis. That's right. But I mean, in territories like Alaska, Pacific Northwest, Canada. There's plenty of it's places. It's all volcanic activity. It's on the rim of volcanic activity and seismic activity out there. Yeah, there is right. a lot. Well, you look at Mount Shasta. Mount Shasta supposedly had a history of Is that sightings. the one that everybody goes missing on? That's the one everybody goes missing on that's supposedly an outpost of Lemuria. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's the one. Lemuria. I remember Lemuria. Lemuria. Nope. It's the Atlantis of the Pacific. Yeah. The Atlantis. Never heard of it, have you? The specific. Same people don't talk nope. about stuff. I don't. I, yeah. No. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. And just as a side note, there's Lemuria in Marvel Comics as well. Yep. Oh. There is. There is. Okay. With Namor. Is that where like? Uh, yeah. Namor. Namor. Namorita. 
mm-hmm. named Merida. And the, what is it, the, the Deviants? Yeah, the Deviants. Yeah, the Deviants come from the Merida. Okay. So yet again, we slipped in a comic book reference to <laughs> Yes! <laughs> Kevin is pandering to our comic yeah. I'm here for them. So, so all right. So your theory is if they're real. If they're real, they're chameleon-like. They have some kind of chameleon. I'm just not sold on it. Like, like I, I, I am sold that they they do possess. They're the ultimate hide and seek champion. The habitat that you know could. They share that it, with Nancy. It it uh, <laughs> it, it, it <laughs> could exist. You know, I, I got them. They they could, there's a place for them. Mm-hmm. Um. I just uh, I just don't think that they're real, man. I'm, I'm going to throw out something else that's really jumping the shark that's way out there. Right. Jumping the shark? Yes. Jumping the shark as in like just just taking the plot line of what we're talking about in a totally unexpected direction. Um, there are a lot of anachronistic creatures that have been seen that logically would not still exist today, whether you're talking about... Oh, whether you're talking about uh, the brontosaurus or patasaurus-like creature that's seen in, in uh, Africa, or you're talking about the uh, thunderbirds, the giant birds that are seen periodically that look like okay. a cross between either a large condor, or some people say they're large pterodactyls. What but movie was that with uh, <laughs> Cowboys and Aliens? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Daniel yeah. Craig and... Yes. Uh, that's yeah. right. But these, these creatures Ford. that have existed in the past that no longer exist now that are still currently being seen and reported. Okay. There, there have, there's a really interesting book, and it's called uh, The Fog, uh, Electronic Fog. And it's about planes that are flying back and forth between the Bahamas and uh, Florida and experiencing time dilation. If they travel one way through this vortex... It takes longer than it should. If they travel the other way, they make a three-hour flight in like an hour and a half, and there's no explanation for it. Uh, well, there was one guy in the Bermuda Triangle that did that in a Cessna by himself. Yes. It cut off 45 minutes from his flight. Thank you. You're, you're, yeah, now I've heard uh, radio communications where, where you know, folks... Uh, and, his actual fuel, right. and his actual fuel tank confirmed. Correct. Yes. Correct. There was a confirmation so, of that. So my so. point being... Maybe there is an atmospheric effect, something that is going on that we're able to glimpse images from the past that once the, the effect goes away, the image goes away and we no longer see Bigfoot. There wouldn't be a body. We no longer see the giant prehistoric bird because it's, it was just an image. It wasn't a living creature. Yeah. No, what I was going to say is that I have heard, I've actually talked to uh, someone that I know, he's, he's passed away now, but he, he says that he has uh, done radio checks and done communications checks with folks from like the past. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. That is he, really he, cool. He's passed away now, but uh, I had no reason to question his integrity. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Uh, was in, On a ham radio? In a, yeah. That's cool. Absolutely. So yep. like uh, frequency, frequency, yeah, frequency. Like frequency. Yeah, the HF radio. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, it's uh, like that. Yeah. So 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 I guess I mean if I'm gonna believe that, I guess I got to be open to some of these other. things. So you're too. saying it's a projection from the past coming into the future for a brief amount of time. Yeah, almost like well, an echo, like an echo. Right. I wouldn't say the future, which is be what a lot presence. of people say ghosts are too. Yeah, absolutely. They say that certain areas are able to record past events. You're right, hundred percent. Well, how many? 
I mean, there's a lot. What about of, the mean, instances where they're banging on the cabins and stuff? See, about, that's something totally different. Yeah. Honestly, that's, you're right. You're right. Maybe, and that would be not just, it was kind of like the difference between the different classes of ghosts. And no, I'm not going to go like, you know, class five full roaming vapor or anything. I'm saying like, you've got a vision of a ghost versus a poltergeist that can actually move things around and affect their surroundings. Maybe you've got different different visions with the with a sasquatch where you've got you can either see them or you can have an effect by them where they're beating on your cabin and throwing rocks and tossing uh bulldozer tires and that kind of thing or making those weird every sasquatch show now shows these big piles of logs together and they're like oh look it's evidence sasquatch was here and i'm just like no it's evidence that somebody piled a bunch of wood together i mean yeah, exactly. Yeah, but it's put together like a teepee. No human would yeah. stack books like these. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, I, I'm I guess I guess I need to be a little bit more open minded, but I am all about wanting to see it with my own eyes. Oh, I agree. Show me. And so Show so are so many me. other people. I mean, other people go out and spend their lives dedicated Make to me being a cryptozoologists Listen, because they want that too. Remove. Listen, I like the idea. There is a lot of stuff out there like that we haven't figured out that there there may be, you know, the possibility that there is Sasquatch out there appeals to me. The possibility that Nessie's out there appeals to me, that the Megalodon is still around, you know, appeals to me. That frightens me. So, like, (laughs) well, I mean, I'm just staying in the shallow end, so he can't get me. So, (laughs) (laughs) but but, uh, there's kind of like, things appeal to me i don't necessarily know that i believe in it you know what i'm saying like but i want to believe yeah. i will say that yeah yeah yeah. i want to i'm yeah. looking for a reason to i guess so i guess so but i i would i would buy in that it's an echo that that might be a good plausible answer i think if it's out there it's it's i like your idea about the chameleon chameleon that's cool it, yeah. it has those kind of because some of those properties. missing four one ones cases that actually didn't completely disappear they just had a weird experience and they came back have said things like they'll be in a situation they'll be like near the ocean and it'll just completely all silent or all sound just ceases and they can still see the waves coming in the shore they can see the wind they can see the leaves but everything's quiet and the same thing happens to people in uh, the forest and when it happens to them in the forest they've said you know they've seen weird shimmers alongside trees or in trees that they couldn't rationally say this is the reason that I saw that and they've they've likened it to the predator the way you're describing so I think that there's something to what you're saying I don't know that's just a that's just my theory I never read anything on it so I just figure if there's those kind of creatures in the ocean oh yeah why not there are there not creatures oh and the the brain capacity of an octopus is amazing that's crazy yeah it has a bunch of hearts too right yeah, and the way that it, you can put a fish in a bottle and it'll figure out how to open the bottle to get the fish out. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. That's, that's crazy. amazing. Yeah, that's there cool. was an octopus on the West Coast that... Now we're going from Sasquatch to octopus. <laughs> real fast, real fast. This, is, this is a neat story. There, there we, we go. We are down, to like, we are down uh, the proverbial rabbit hole yes, now. The Cthulhu right. the, or a Kraken The caretakers would come in every day and there'd be one, <laughs> one light bulb near the, the octopus aquarium that was blown out every single day. And they couldn't figure out why. So they decided they'd put a camera in there and find out what was going on. The octopus hated that light. It actually would climb out of the aquarium and splash water on the light until the light shorted out and then it would go back into its aquarium. 
Now I'm just like, that's problem solving. Yeah. That it figured out, okay. That's pretty I'm, awesome. That's pretty cool, man. <laughs> yeah, I love that awesome. story. Yeah. And yet they're not smarter than a dolphin? Uh, I think that they're pretty smart. <laughs> uh, there's a, a legend about a giant octopus down in the Bahamas called La Lusca. La Lusca. La yeah, Lusca. and it supposedly lives in one of those big giant uh, sinkholes, those blue holes in the middle of the ocean. Oh, no. That, mm-hmm. yeah, that it's, That's where Keith will not be swimming. But talking about it changing shape, part of the legend of the La Lusca is it can change its shape to mimic that of a shark to scare things away. Mm-hmm. But, and it's big, so it looks like a shark. Okay. Huh. That's interesting. La Lusca. Well, I think we've uh, kind of fleshed out the Sasquatch idea. We'll probably hit it again some Yeah, I'm morning. sure we'll revisit it. Uh, yeah, it is Kevin's the, favorite uh, topic. So uh, if you would this. like to send in an email, you know, it's uh, we do have an email. What is it? It's uh, hecklers3 at gmail. At, at gmail.com. So um, send it in. Send us some information. Uh, yeah, I get it. There's believers out there and disbelievers out there. Make so. me, uh, make me a believer. Yeah, help Scott make a believer, and help me flesh out my my collection. Yeah. H e c k l e r s t h r e e at gmail dot com. That's it. The word. Sorry about that. The word. The word three. So. Thank you for listening tonight. Sorry about that last little blip. And if you heard the door opening and closing, that's my oldest daughter. Sorry about that. (laughs) But um, we are, again, episode two is in the books, and we appreciate you listening. Thanks. Later. Thank you for downloading and listening to the Heckler's 3 podcast. We hope you enjoyed the experience as much as we did. Please look for our other episodes on Spotify and other podcast platforms. If you have any suggestions, comments, or ideas for future topics, please email or message us. Our email is hecklers3 at gmail.com. That's H-E-C-K-L-E-R-S-T-H-R-E-E at gmail.com. Thanks again, and we hope to hear from you soon.